Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Workers' Mic, powered by the Midwest Coalition of Labor, right here on 720 WGN. My name is Ken Edwards from the Midwest Coalition of Labor. Sitting to my left is Ed Maher from the International Union of Operating Engineers. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Ken. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Fantastic. So let's get right to it because it's it's important. We talked uh, last week a little bit about the, the, the this problem of child labor yeah children children working <laughs> right um and not not delivering newspapers yeah we're not talking about uh yeah it, it's not like a you know being a uh, lifeguard yeah children. we're talking about processing livestock things like that yeah so so more has come to light yes and i want to start back uh with iowa right i mean iowa we reported a couple of weeks ago about um, a law that was working its way, th- way through the legislature, and it continues to do so, um, that would remove a lot of the restrictions that pro- prohibit kids from working in dangerous situations. And with a little bit more information, there have been, there's been a lot more reporting on this since we talked about it. But, um, you know, we talked about kids as young as 14 being able to work in mining and construction and, again, like slaughterhouses, things like that. And the way that uh, the state is kind of getting around laws or or kind of making this happen is they call it a work-based learning program. Which is just the most disingenuous thing I've ever heard. Right. So instead of going to school, kids can do work-based learning where you send them into a mine or send them into a slaughterhouse, as though that's going to contribute in some way to their education. Sure. But the most sort of nefarious thing about this is that the legislation provides employers immunity from any kind of civil liability if a child is hurt, uh, killed, or gets sick in any of these jobs that are part of a work-based learning program. So if you're if you're a legislator in, in one of these places, like, how do you sign that into law? I, I just don't understand. So the, what, the, what, is the, what is the impetus? The people that are behind it are saying, this is a way to help us deal with a job shortage. Which is ridiculous. What yeah. happened to all these migrants, you know, that are taking our jobs and, you know, foreigners are taking our jobs? Is, is there a job shortage or is there not a job shortage? Because all of a sudden... We're seeing thousands and thousands of layoffs. Right. So how is there a job shortage if all of a sudden there's layoffs? Now, maybe there's a job shortage in places that pay garbage right. wages or that are really yeah, dangerous. Yeah, there's a, a shortage of workers who want to do something for minimum wage or who yeah. want to do hard work for, for little pay. Absolutely. And so so one thing I found interesting was there was an article, um, I think it was in the Quad City Times, which you know is, the, is Borders, Iowa, and Illinois. And it's the union, of course, that came out and said, our kids are not for sale. Right. And, well said. And, and it really it well shouldn't, said. It shouldn't have to be said. Of course it shouldn't <laughs> have to be said. But, of course, the unions, right, harken back to, you know, the 1900s and the late 1800s when kids were working in coal mines. Right. Uh, we're literally back to this. We're 100-plus years in the future, and we have gone all the way back to unions once again having to say, hey, our kids should not be working here. Yeah, I mean, I've I've run into people over the years who, you know, aren't against unions, but sort of ask, you know, kids aren't in the coal mines anymore. Yeah, so what do we need unions for anymore? And, you know, 
unions do an awful lot of things uh, that are very valuable to workers, but right now it's as though we're going back in time because kids are going back to work and it's the unions that are fighting against it. And it's not just Iowa now. The New York Times did a really lengthy piece, and if you get a chance, you should look it up. Yeah, um, it, uh, they did several pieces. One was an opinion piece, but one was a really in-depth look. They yeah, interviewed like from 100 last kids. Sunday. Yep. Yeah. Was it last Sunday? It was last Sunday. They interviewed, what, 100 kids? Yeah, 100 kids from, I think, 20 states working in all kinds of different professions. And now these kids, by the way, are not just the, they're not just kids that are from the United States. There are kids now crossing the borders by themselves to come and take these jobs, you know, allegedly coming to meet, you know, a family member right. who they've never met before and quite frankly probably doesn't exist. And all of a sudden, the Times found, at least in its article, said that you know, American companies, Ford, Fruit of the Loom, General Motors, J. Crew, Walmart, shocking. Whole Foods. Whole Foods, Target, shocking, are, are having these kids work at night. Right. And, you know, I, I saw some, some other, like, videos, kids roofing. Right. Roofing. Well, they had they had a story. They talked to 100 kids. I mean, this is a problem that's uh, impacting clearly thousands, tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of children. But um, they had a 13-year-old that was making wooden planks for flooring, working in a, a factory right. near, like, buzz saws. And sure. This, it was a little girl, and she said that she used to get sick all the time, and it made her really worried, but now she's just kind of gotten used to being sick all the time. There's a 13-year-old. <laughs> and it's not as though these factories are filled with 13-year-olds. There are adults in these factories. And so that's a really good point. And, yeah, and watching this happen. Right. So, so I want to say this, you know, directly to... Anybody that's listening, especially the people that are working alongside these kids, shame on you. Shame on you for letting it happen. If you are working next to a kid that is doing something dangerous and you know that that kid is underage and shouldn't be working there, you have to. You have a moral obligation to report it, period, the end. Yeah. And if you're in Iowa where they're trying to pass a law to let this happen, where you're going to encourage 14-year-olds to come work in slaughterhouses, there just has to be a better alternative, whether it's... Uh, supporting raising wages for those jobs to make more people apply for them or creating some sort of a program for migrant workers or other types of workers to have access to those jobs and pay taxes. If either of those things is worse to you than sending your child to work in a slaughterhouse, you 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 don't have a moral compass. That's you know? right. Then you have a problem. And, yeah. and you need to be a good parent. You need to be a good neighbor. And a member of society. A good member of society. You need to be a good co-worker. Don't tell me that you don't know that the kid is 13 years old. Like, hey, why is Timmy, uh, you know, four foot two? Oh, well, because he, he's 13. Yeah, he just looks really young. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, do not make me do what I did to, um, remember uh, U.S. Air? Do you remember mm-hmm. that company? Yeah. It doesn't exist anymore. You know why? Why is that? I went out on a one-man boycott of US Air. <laughs> one man. So you stopped flying and they, I mean, they felt well, it. Well, look what happened. Do they exist anymore? No, they don't. So, you know, Ford, and I love Ford. Do not make me one-man boycott you. Do you, you. currently drive a Ford? Um, no. Well, yes. I, a- yes. I, no, I drive a Jeep um, and a Chrysler. So it could be argued that the boycott's already underway, which would show why Ford's been dropping, you know, they're they're a decent point yeah yeah so i'll i'll jump in on that too i drive a ford but i'll stop if i have to all right well look and once again if you see something say something yeah you know look and 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 this you know to all the lincoln park moms out there that pay their housekeeper off the books you know would you feel the same way if that housekeeper was 13 years old would you know would that be okay i mean I, i don't think number one either one is okay but 
you know, if you see something like this, say something about it. Right. Do something. Every single person that's listening, and I know there are millions of you that are listening, has a moral obligation to make child labor go away. Right. Period. The end. And and for those of you, you know, we've talked about these articles. Ken and I read this stuff all day, every day. But a lot of people don't know this is happening. So, right, so just Google it. This is happening. Yeah, it's talk to people about yeah, it. It's and, not fake news. Yeah, and when you're when you're talking to people and you hear about this stuff going on in Iowa or Ohio or other states that are trying to push uh, to make it legal, be against it. Talk to people about it. Yeah, Tell people your, that it's call, wrong. Absolutely. Call your politicians. You know, the, all of a sudden now. By the way. Uh, since the New York Times um, investigation and since this stuff has come to light, and by the way, thanks Iowa for actually proposing laws about it to <laughs> to, make, to bring it to light. Um, the Biden administration says, "Oh, we're going to crack down now. We're going to look at right. this thing." Well, where where were you before? And not just the Biden administration. Where were any administration before? You know what the fine is, by the way, for um, child labor? It's fifteen thousand bucks per occurrence. Fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah. To a company like Ben and Jerry's, by the way, Ben and That's Jerry's. A surprise. A that, real, was, that one was right? a surprise. What are they doing? Like, hey, kids, we'll uh, we'll pay you in a uh, what a Cherry Garcia. Yeah. Right. All Half the, baked. All the ice cream. <laughs> I might actually work if the quantity of ice cream was right. Yeah. I might I might consider it. That's a decent point. How it much saves me a drive to Ben and Jerry's? Well, when they start making alcohol for you know kids working in beer plants and stuff like that, I mean that's a different story. I will say this: one thing that I read about in this Iowa law that yeah. I forgot to mention before, it will allow kids that are seventeen, sixteen, and seventeen years old to serve alcohol. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, they're not going to drink it. Yeah, what could go wrong? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Bad idea. All right, well, listen, um, you're, you're listening to The Worker's Mic right here on 720 WGN. We have a great show for you today. We have Nick Cortese coming in. Nick is the head of uh, the MCL's Union Legal Services. Really, really good, sharp guy. We're looking forward to having him. We will be right back with more of The Worker's Mic, again, right here on 720 WGN. You're listening to The Worker's Mic, powered by the Midwest Coalition of Labor and sponsored by Megan Financial, Premise Health, and Voya Financial. Welcome back, everyone, to The Worker's Mic right here on 720 WGN. I'm Ken. He's Ed. And, by the way, if you missed something... Yeah, if you, if you missed the the first segment of the show where we talked once again about the uh, the evil of child labor, you don't want to miss that. But you can find it. The good news is you can find us on YouTube and on TikTok, but once the show is over uh, here today at 9 o'clock, you can go on YouTube and look up The Worker's Mic, and you can find the entire show filmed on YouTube and watch it again. Unedited, by the way. The director's cut. We yeah, like the director's cut with uh, curse words. No, yeah. no, probably not. <laughs> probably no curse words. So, yeah, so let's introduce our guest. We have today with us Nicholas Cortese. And he is the head of Union Legal Services. Good morning, Nick. Welcome. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Thank, it's great for, to have you. Thanks for coming on. Do you, do you prefer Nick or Nicholas? Nick is fine. Okay, <laughs> we'll call you Nick. <laughs> At least to your face. To my face, Frank. So, so let's let's get down to it, Nick. Um, two seconds about your background. You are an attorney, obviously, right? Yes. Uh, still licensed, correct? Still licensed. All right. Well, there's a start, right? We're, we're doing good already. Yeah, he's days, not only an attorney, but a licensed attorney. <laughs> the day's not over yet, though. That's a good, good point. Um, and you used to do what before Union Legal Services? Before Union Legal Services, I was in private practice for myself, various areas of law, including estate planning, personal injury, workers' compensation, family law, 
and uh, property tax appeal work. So, okay. so more of a general practitioner. More of a general practitioner, correct. And then, and then you you worked for the Carpenters at some point, correct? That's correct. I ran their legal services program uh, for the Carpenters for approximately 10 years. Wow. And that was, uh, which I always thought was clever, 1-800-HAMMER. One eight you seven seven. You were the hammer. hammer. I was the hammer. So I drive through. It's not different the same. states, and every state has their own guy with the hammer. And I don't know what's up with the law hammer, but I can't believe I'm sitting next to the original hammer. But hammer and carpenters, like that, was kind of funny. I thought it, it was. Yeah. It was I kind thought, of fun. Uh, that was it was clever. a great way for the members to remember the phone number. Yeah. yeah, and and so so when I met you, it was like I you know I hate to say it, but it was really serendipitous because the MCL, the carpenters, were part of the you know the founding uh five unions right um carpenters laborers uh operators 150 and 399 and ibw 134 and the carpenters said hey why don't we use our legal services program and simply expand it and i'm like absolutely god like that was like so, it was an absolute godsend so when you talk about a legal services program you're talking about um, you're talking about what, like services that are offered, you know, like a, a lawyer or a legal department that's available to the members for for use on exactly, for, on what? yeah. So like, yeah, explain so what we, you do. So we offer union legal services offers our members and their family members legal services in three different areas of the law. First and foremost, uh, we provide the members with fr- free legal advice in any area of the law that they may have a problem in. The goal is to answer their question, solve their legal problems, so they don't have to spend money on an attorney. That's wow, great. that's um, amazing. Yeah. Some questions, some examples. You know, uh, how do I evict a tenant from sure. my apartment building? Sure. Or how do I defend myself in an eviction? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the different stages of divorce? Yeah. Everything from child support to quadros. Uh, yeah. <laughs> things like that. We'll, we'll get to that. In we'll a get to that. You, yeah. So it's <laughs> sad, sad, sadder, sad topic. Poor, right? Poor. Yeah. What do I do if um, you know I've been in a car accident? What do I do? Sure. Right. Um, any question, any area of the law. If we don't know an answer, we'll do research and we'll get back to them. It's not only myself providing legal advice, but I have two retired Cook County Circuit Court judges, Greg Wojcikowski. And Jim McCarthy, mm-hmm. they work with me and give out the free legal advice to well, our members. I mean, think about this, though. How many times in your life you think to yourself, God, this seems wrong, or I wish I could talk to a lawyer, I wish I knew what the law was or what my rights were, but you're not going to look for somebody and sit in an office and make an appointment and pay somebody a couple hundred dollars for a exactly. consultation. Uh, you just pick up the phone and call you, exactly. and, and you get the answer. I mean, that that's uh, and then talking, that's amazing. And, and, and talking about like you know having you, obviously, that's been a lawyer. How long have you been a lawyer? For over 20 years now. Okay. And two retired judges? Right. I mean, that's like going right to the horse's mouth and going like, hey, I have this case, and like, here's what here's what I would rule. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, that, that, here's why you should or should not do that. Yeah, right. We know all the ins and outs right. with the judges. Yep. I mean, like you just said, Ed, you'd have to sit down, make an appointment with an attorney, and right off the bat, you're going to be charged 500 to $1,000 to meet with them. For sure. To right. get the free legal advice that we're providing you. It's it's really that simple. I've talked to, I mean, probably thousands now um, of our members that have talked with you mm-hmm. uh, and or Jim, and um, 
because I don't think the other, the other judge is there yet, right? The other judge starts next week. What's his name again? Gregory Wojcikowski. Greg. Um, Italian guy, right? Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> good Italian name. So, but I mean, I've talk, I can't tell you how many people I've talked to that have said, like, this is so cool. Like, I talked to Nick, and he called me back, and he gave me really good advice, or he wrote a letter for me, or he picked up the phone and made a phone call for me, and magically, my problems went away. And that it's worth its weight in gold, right? And that, and that is that that benefit is free to our members. It's now, free to the other, members. Other, you know, other unions and the, the AFL-CIO, they'll send you to you know MetLife's um, legal services program. I'm not knocking it, but I think it's twenty bucks a month, and you get you know discounts, etc. We have something that I think is really really unique. As a matter of fact, I think it's the only one in the country, and that is we literally have staff attorneys that will pick up the phone and answer any question that you have, and if they don't know the answer, they'll get it right. Absolutely, and you have a network of attorneys now throughout 14 states and right. growing. Right and and so let's 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 drill down a little bit further, okay? So one of the other pieces of free legal services that we give the members, yep. and it's been outstanding, is we do free property tax appeal services oh, for man. members. That's a popular one in Cook County right property now. Property one in Cook County, and it's a property one, popular one all across the United States now. Um, the average property tax savings for a member that comes to see us is $1,900 in savings per year. That's amazing. Now, and, per, and, per year. Per year. And I want to make it clear that people ask, well, do you charge a fee? Is there? Do you take a third of the fee for the savings? Absolutely not. It's free. I don't know how else we wow. can tell the members that. The second thing we provide the members for free is free credit repair services or free credit counseling. Yeah. Uh, the average union member, their credit score has gone up 50 to 100 points wow. by using our services. And that, and that in direct... I mean, directly affects money. your wallet because your credit score goes up. You can lower your interest rate on your home, mm-hmm. your credit cards, yeah. right? I mean, it, just, it literally has this downstream effect of saving money. I want to go back to the property tax appeals for a second because I've talked to tons of people who, who you've done property tax appeals for. And to a person, you're exactly right. I've talked to people that have over 2000 a year in savings. You're not talking about like, hey, here's two grand. You're talking about over 10 years, it's $20,000. Absolutely. You just paid your union dues for quite some time without one benefit. Right. Right? Right. I mean, I just think that, you know, find somebody else that does that. You know, the MCL does it. And if you're a member right now and live in certain areas in Cook County, you know, call Nick. You know, you'll find out whether it's your turn for property tax appeals. But uh, you and know, if, if you're, you're eligible, I mean, there's yeah. a lot that goes it, into it. Right. So. right. But, but we, they'll tell you pretty quickly. Right. We do the free property tax analysis on your property. Right. Um. If there's no grounds for an appeal, we just don't tell you there's no grounds. I provide you with a spreadsheet and analysis so you could see why there's no grounds for an appeal. Mm-hmm. But you're also not wasting people's time or you know selling them a, a you know a bag of goods and saying like, hey, we're going to do this for you and just give me five hundred bucks and oh and then we oh we lost right. None of that happens. You're just pretty straightforward. And I've heard you talk to people. It's like. You shouldn't do that. You should do that. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's, uh, my neighbor, you. my neighbor's dog is barking a lot. <laughs> I think I'm going to kill it. Like, I don't think you should. I don't do think that. that's a good idea. Yeah. 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 I would advise against it. And we're going to talk about a couple of funny ones too. But uh, you know, um, and then lastly, you also do free expungements. That's correct. We right. Do- Provide free expungement services for all our members. Not that all of them need it, right. but the ones that do, we have ex- expunged the records and. It's very popular because, as we know, you know, in certain jobs, 
that mm-hmm. we offer through the union, you have to have a clean criminal background. Right, right. So, yeah. so they're free. So it's free, absolutely free. And that's, I mean, that's important because everybody, uh, everybody deserves a second chance. You know, some people earlier in life, you can make a little bit of a mistake and, you know, if you're just if you're just tuning in, we're we're talking to Nick Cortese. He he is the head of the Union Legal Services, which is the legal services branch of the Midwest Coalition of Labor. Nick, we'd like you to stick around and, and drill down on a couple of things. Do you mind sticking around for another section of the show? Absolutely, great. All right. Well, listen, we'll be right back uh, with the workers' mic right here on seven twenty WGN. You're listening to the workers' mic, powered by the Midwest Coalition of Labor. And sponsored by Megan Financial, Premise Health, and Voya Financial. Welcome back, everybody, to the Workers' Mic. If you're just joining us, we are with Nick Cortesi, the director of Union Legal Services. Uh, it's Ed Maher, again, here with Ken Edwards. So welcome back, Nick. Thanks for sticking around for another segment. Happy to be here. Yeah, absolutely. So in the first segment with you, we were talking a little bit about Union Legal Services and some of the things that you do, um, you know, and, and how popular the property tax um, appeals have been, especially recently with the the spikes that are coming through in Cook County. Um, but, uh, you know, other things like other services that are commonly needed by members, what do you what do you run into? Things like, um, I don't know, divorce or, you know, criminal issues, things like that. Do you have lawyers that specialize in that? Sure. Uh, great question. So in addition to the two services that I mentioned earlier, we also provide discounted legal services in various areas of the law. Mm-hmm. For example, someone calls in and says, I have a DUI. What advice can you give me or guidance? And there really isn't any except you're going to need you know, an attorney and go to court and give a proper defense. Right. And you're going to, and you're going to need a DUI attorney. Somebody who knows how that works. Yeah. So I have a network of attorneys that have agreed to provide discounted legal services to our members um, at either a flat rate or a discounted hourly rate. And so you have a network of attorneys, not just here in Chicagoland, but your network now, um, because I know because I lived this, um, extends to 12 states. And, you know, you can get deep into, you know, North Dakota and, you know, you're going to find somebody for that member. For that member, right. And that's a really nice feeling. And, you know, just to just to backtrack for a quick second, what you said I think is important. You have a network of attorneys. But it's not like I have 35 attorneys in Chicago land right. that do, um, you know, whatever, whatever law. labor exactly. or, or, you know, or, or a family. Right. I have one. Right. And the reason that we have one is because he's discounted his rate to such a great extent that he makes his money on volume. Right. Exactly. And it's worked out well for him. It's worked out well for our members. Mm-hmm. I happen to know for a fact that, you know, the divorce attorneys here in Chicagoland charge 400 plus an hour. That's right. about the going rate right now. And, and our guy does 200, $250 an hour. And outside of Chicagoland, it's 200 an hour. Now right. you're literally, if you go through a, a divorce, I don't care if it's you know, amicable, not amicable, et cetera, you're spending money no matter what. For sure. You gotta go exactly. to court, you gotta do this, you gotta do that. And then if it's not amicable, which lots of divorces, unfortunately, are not. That's what I've heard. Right. Yeah, have you heard that? <laughs> I have heard that. Yeah. Well, more, more importantly to your point. I've heard they're really fun. <laughs> <laughs> more importantly to your point, uh, uh, not only the discounted fees, but the attorneys are vetted. Right. Um, right. Th- most of them have over 20 years of experience in the various areas of law. Um, and like Ken said, we only have one attorney in the various areas of law. I'm not spinning a wheel coming up with a new name to provide a union member that I don't know the background of the person mm-hmm. that I'm giving them. So you, so, have, a, you have a track record. Yeah, track record, exactly. And and in something like a divorce, you have someone who um, not only 
is a, a practiced, you know, uh, seasoned divorce attorney, but somebody who's worked with other union members with, you know, similar benefit funds and knows how all of this stuff works. So you're not wasting a bunch of time and, you know, running the meter on hours explaining like, well, I have a pension and here's what a pension is. And they're exactly. like, well, we have, you know, you're dealing with someone exactly. familiar who understands who can get through it exactly. quickly. But something else that you said that I think is, is really important to mention is you deal with specialists in different areas of the law. So, if somebody says like, Hey, I had a, a car accident or, Hey, you know, something, this happened to me. You're not sending them to a lawyer who's doing a will one day and a real estate attorney the next day. It's not like just some lawyer you're dealing with a, a person who, who deals specializes in that, in that area of the law, who's going to represent mm-hmm. you properly and give you, you know, based on the volume um, here, just give you a good rate, save you money for good representation. I, th- I, think, I think Nick, you, you sent me to uh, our, our, um, our guy that does closings and I can't remember what I paid, but I, I know it was dirt cheap. Yeah. Like, like it was literally less so, than half of what I paid for the last house I closed. Sure, on. my real estate attorney Jeff Stell yep. handles all the real estate closings. It's if you're selling your home, it's three hundred fifty dollars, and if you're purchasing a home, it's three hundred seventy five dollars. Imagine that, and wow. that's to take you from the beginning. Yeah, no, he from did. signing the contract <laughs> yeah. to showing up closing. Yeah, he so, did. I did my closing from the car because it was in COVID, <laughs> and he was on the phone. I had somebody running back and forth from the company to my car. It was crazy, but it really worked well. And you know, I saved a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. I, I felt confident in this guy, exactly. and, and so it was it was wonderful. Another one. Um, that that you provide is estate planning. Well, that's your bread and butter, right? That's the world you come from. That that is a bread and butter. It's a very popular program, uh, especially since COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that got started was back when I was working for the Carpenters. Members would come to me, and I didn't offer this at the time, and ask me to do a will for them because they wanted to avoid probate. Right. And I would tell them, unfortunately, in Illinois, if your estate's worth more than a hundred thousand dollars. Um, you'll still have to go through the probate process even if you have a will. Is that process a fun process or not a fun process? It's a very lengthy process. (laughs) Right now in Illinois, um, in most jurisdictions, the average time is about 18 months. That's unbelievable. The last thing you want your kids doing after you pass, or your wife or your husband. you're going to have to have an attorney, and that attorney is going to charge you hourly. So it's going to be a very long, tedious, and expensive process. So what? uh, going back to that story... The members went out, and again, I didn't offer at the time, and they went, the only way to avoid probate would be to do a revocable living trust or a full estate plan. Mm-hmm. And at the time, uh, the price was $4,000 on up. Right. Today, I think it's about 5000 Yeah, closer to six, I think. Right. They couldn't afford it, so went to the powers of being and said, what if we could offer this to our members for $1,900? We'd give them a great benefit for, right. their, for them and their family, and it's something everybody frankly needs yeah um and it's been a huge success i know it's very very popular i also know that our retirees that are in the program take advantage of it quite often absolutely and uh, you know i just went through this you know unfortunately with with my father when he passed away you know had he had to go into a home you know they would have eaten through our entire life savings um before he was eligible for medicare and with a trust, right? right? Uh, there's a five-year look-back period. Depends on the state that you're in. We were in New York, and so you know we had done one, you know, years ago, and I think we paid easy six or seven thousand dollars for. I'm not it. surprised. And, and, and right. So, so you know, there's there's so many layers to this. But if you have questions, or you know, you you have an elderly parent, or you don't want them to eat through their life savings, you know, pick up the phone and call. And we should say, by the way how to get a hold of you, because we have not said that yet. Um, 
you can call um, Union Legal Services at 877-694-2663. I'm going to say it again. It's 877-694-2663. If you're just joining us, we're talking to Nick Cortese right now, the head of Union Legal Services that runs the MCL's Legal Services Program. I just got to tell you this one, one quick aside, and this is why this is so unique and so cool. If you call Nick... And you call that 877 number and don't leave a message, they'll call you back. Yeah. <laughs> and say, hey, we will. who uh, called me? Yeah. We we'll, will. Say, we'll say, they'll literally call you back and say, I saw I missed your call. Um, it's, you know, so-and-so from legal services. Is everything all right? And what, I mean, who else would do that? You know what I mean? Right. It's just, it's, it's a really, really cool, like, you, you feel, like, I, I know our members, like, they feel like they're in good hands uh, with you, they know your name. I know you've given people your cell phone, your emails. You really hold their hands through it. And then when you ship them off to an attorney, you know I've talked to people that said, "Yeah, I also talked to Nick. I checked in with him. You know, talked to Ken and said, yeah, how's it going?'" And you know, making sure, like you said, that our members are getting well taken care of. And if somebody's Absolutely. not performing, Absolutely. Then, then we get rid of that attorney and we bring in somebody else because people will want this business. Absolutely. You know, the average person. Um, has never used an attorney and right. they don't even know the how difference it, how it all works. how it works they don't know the difference between a personal injury attorney sure. or a workers compensation attorney right and frankly a lot of times whether they need a uh, a family law attorney and or a state planning attorney or both both for that matter yeah we're there to again provide them with legal advice and legal guidance to hopefully solve their legal problems and answer their questions so they don't have to spend money on an attorney. Yeah, that's good. It's awesome. And, and so if, if you're an MCL member, you get this service for free. It's, yeah, it's free. brought to you by the union, right? And if you're not an MCL member, you know, call your union and say, hey, you know, let's join the MCL. It doesn't cost very much, quite frankly. It's a per member per month fee uh, from the union to the to the MCL, which, by the way, has dropped about 80% since we started because we have grown organically right like we started like nick we said five unions here and now we have 400 locals in 12 states throughout Mm -hmm. the country and 225,000 members and it's growing so the you know it's like anything else economy is a scale we grow right price goes down so exactly you know so it's working so the reason the mcl can provide these benefits to to unions is because the unions pay uh they contribute into the mcl you got it and that you know contracts with union legal services or any of the other services like life insurance or Uh, things yep. like that. So right. just like, another benefit of being a member of one of these unions. And like Ken said, it's growing organically because when unions that are not part of MCL, when their members hear right. about this program and all its benefits, yeah. they want to join. Oh, no question They want to join. Yeah, yeah. I haven't, I, we haven't done a single advertisement <laughs> for the MCL. We made our first commercial mm-hmm. uh, the other day, which is going to air on the, the Carpenter's Built to Last show. Right. Um, and, it's on WGN-TV. And, and, and the guy sitting next to me did the voiceover. It sounded really good. A terrible, terrible job. Yeah, whatever. You get what you <laughs> yeah, pay for. Yeah. You get what you pay for. It's a good point. <laughs> but I will say this. Uh, if you're not a union member um, and you're listening here, Something that probably is very valuable that you just learned is if you live in the state of Illinois and you have a will and you think that's all you need, you may want to think again because you, you, despite your best efforts, best intentions, your kids could wind up in court, your loved ones could wind up in court trying to figure out what happens to your assets after you die. So there's an important difference between a will and a trust, everybody. And I want to point out to that it's it's not just Illinois. Um, it's it's every state. Okay. Every state has different thresholds as to what's going to trigger 
probate and what's not going to trigger probate. So right. it's it's every state that we're in and that we represent. And you could probably Google it, but it's a really good misconception to to just get rid of at this moment, right? I, I was under the same impression. I have a will. Boom. I'm good. You know, I'm exactly. Good. Now, mind you, I won't be worth $100,000 when I die. So, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I did get divorced. <laughs> so listen, um, I really want to thank you for taking the time no, to thank come down you guys. here on a, on a Sunday morning. You know, we really appreciate it. We, I, I know that the MCL, myself and, and the board members and, and the members in general right. is the most important, really appreciate the work that you that you do. It is literally one of the most popular benefits that we offer. So thank you. So thank, yeah, thank no, you. Thank, thank you so much for doing that um you are listening to the workers mic right here on 720 wgn we'll be right back you're listening to the workers mic powered by the midwest coalition of labor and sponsored by megan financial premise health and voya financial welcome back everyone to the workers mic right here on 720 wgn i'm ken he's ed that was pretty interesting, Ed, with Nick, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. If everybody, uh, if you just missed it, we had Nick Cortese from Union Legal Services. Great conversation. Um, and again, if you missed it, uh, once the show's over, you can check out YouTube and uh, find the show over there. Look for Workers Mike and listen to the whole thing. Very, very, very informational. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, I think actually next week we're going to have somebody on that does credit repair as well uh, under the auspices of the legal services. So stay tuned for that. We're also trying to get um the candidates for the chicago mayoral race to come in that's right we had a, and a big have, election have to slug it out i think so i mean i don't even want a referee I, we could just kind of watch i don't really care what they have to say i just want to see who wins in a fight okay is that all right i mean you know it's one i don't think they're being approached for those kinds of like let's call it a debate but you know it wouldn't really be so <laughs> i think when they come in i'm just gonna like i'm gonna try and goad them into an actual fight I mean, it doesn't seem like a terrible idea. Thank you. We'll try anything once. You want to know how, how we you? keep our title as the uh, the number one show in America? Not just Chicago, but in America? How? Get the mayoral candidates to fight each other. I'm totally down with it. Okay. Well, actually, when they come in, like, for the for the debate or whatever, we'll, <laughs> we'll have a ring set up and have gloves in here and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't vote for either one of them. And you know who else didn't vote for either one of them? 72% of Chicagoans. Yeah, it was... It was a crazy low turnout. 20-something percent? Yeah. Horrible, terrible. All right, I, I got to switch gears. Um, first thing... <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> enough about... Well, I just ruined our chances of actually having the mayoral... Yeah, I think they're on to what we're trying to get them to do now. <laughs> <laughs> on my way into uh, in, into work this morning, work if you will... It's not work if you love it, Ken. That's right. It never work a day in your life. I stopped at Starbucks, right, which I'm always, always conflicted. Should I go? Should Ooh. I not go? I, I don't know, because, you know, what it... I want to continue to support them. But anyway, I, whatever. I changed my name in Starbucks to Union Yes. So when I get my coffee, you know, it, it comes up as Union Yes. And they shout your name, of course. <laughs> so, so I got to give a shout out to Michelle from Starbucks, my favorite barista, who wants to continue to call me Kenneth, but I now make her Kenneth? call me uh, Kenneth. That's, wow. That was my old name on the thing. Now it's Union Yes. Okay. So, they, you know, shouts out Union Yes. I'm like, yeah, all right, Union Yes. You so you know. got her to yell Union Yes, and now you're giving out her name on the radio. You well, understand what's going to happen to she's her. She's going to be fired probably tomorrow. Well, at least she got a shout out. <laughs> because Starbucks is evil, everybody. Yeah. Well, true. it's my opinion that Starbucks is evil. And Let's speaking about evil, what about medieval? 
Medieval Times. Medieval Times are on strike. Uh, old favorite friend of the show. <laughs> Did we not call that? <laughs> yeah. The castle's on strike. The castle has gone on strike. The, 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 the peasants, peasants are, are camped outside. Right? They're, they're coming with the pitchforks and the, the strike. Yeah. In California, they It was have, like Santa Cruz, I think. Yeah, they've shut down the castle. And you know what this knight said? He's what did like, the knight say? He said, I'm making, I don't know, something like 18 bucks an hour. He's like, I can't live here for $18 an hour. But that's where the castle is located. I wonder if he said it like that or if he said it like an old like English. Like an old English. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could even do it. You know, I've got nothing. I, I, I can't do one either, but you get you get the gist of it. Yeah, it'd be pretty funny. All right, let me read you something, Ed, um, and, and tell me what, what you think about this, okay? The labor movement in the United States has a long storied history dating back to the early 19th century when workers began to organize themselves into unions in order to advocate for better working conditions and higher wages. Today, the labor movement in the U.S. continues to play a crucial role in protecting workers' rights and improving working conditions across a range of industries and sectors. One of the key issues uh, that the labor movement is currently grappling with in the U.S. is income inequality. Blah, 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 are you blah, writing? Blah, blah. Are you writing a term paper? You're trying okay, to get your okay, GED or okay. something? So, so my point is that that sounded pretty cool, and if I had read it with, uh, you know, any ounce of emotion, it would have sounded really cool. But I didn't write that. You know who wrote that? Let me guess. Go ahead. Chat GPT. That's exactly right. Wow. I typed in write an essay about today's labor movement in the United States, and I can read. You know, I'm not going to bore you with the reading of the whole thing. It was all positive, by the yeah. way, which was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wrote this article, an essay about the labor movement, and you know, hit on topics like you know income inequality and you know the gig economy, Uber and TaskRab and things like that. Really, really interesting. But really scary, right? That are, that these AI bots can uh, can write these things now. It's scary. I think if you're a journalist right now, right? If you're working for a newspaper, you got to be worried. I mean, the thing I think about it is it that what you read is very good. And if you were a sixth grader writing a history paper about the labor movement, I'd say you get an A. Right. But if you're in college, it's not necessarily the case. And and I will say this. I've read articles about, you know, here are the top 10 jobs that ChatGPT is going to put out of business. Right. And it's like uh, computer programmers, finance people, accounting people, writers. And it's like every job. They're saying ChatGPT is going to put everybody out of work doing you don't everything. Think, you don't think that's the case? No. I mean, I think that, you know, like the there are things that um, are invented or things that come up where everyone's like, okay, it's all over. They're going to take all these jobs. And in most cases, we have yet to see it happen. So... I'm not really worried about ChatGPT and until they like make it a physical thing and attach a gun to it, and then <laughs> and then I will run, I will shelter, and I'll still stand this no is chance. Like Skynet. Yeah, well, I got like you know. I, then I hate to be the one to break the news to you, but you uh, no longer needed because I have ChatGPT as my co-host now. Well, that's so. a terrible surprise. You said you had a surprise for me. That's a bad surprise. <laughs> I guess I should surprise. probably go. Anyway, um, enough about that. I would like to thank you, our listeners, our wonderful film crew. Um, like Ed said, you could see it right here on YouTube, um, or not here on YouTube. You could see our show on YouTube, the unedited version. Thanks, WGN, for having us. And we look forward to uh, next week. You've been listening to The Worker's Mic right here on 720 WGN. So long. The preceding episode of The Worker's Mic was powered by the Midwest Coalition of Labor and sponsored by Megan Financial, Premise Health, and Voya Financial. For additional information and podcasts of The Worker's Mic, visit WGNRadio.com.